Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Optimize today we got Patrick Mooney. Been a minute. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks, Andy. It's a, it's a pleasure to be on the podcast today. We out here finally back outside again. We're outside. We can see the mountains. You might hear the birds chirping a little bit. Sun is out. So I know you're like the big outdoorsman. How has that like shaped you into the person you've been today? Because I know you want to you want to own a homestead. In yes, the sir. So uh, when did you like first get into the outdoors kind of stuff? And how has it like made made your quality of life that much better? Okay. Uh, so I first got into the outdoors. Uh, so we've been going as family, you know, camping and uh, you know just doing stuff ever since like we were super young, and then. And then I joined Boy Scouts in fifth grade. I originally didn't want, really, I wasn't too interested. I was like, oh, this is kind of dumb, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do Boy Scouts. And then, but then I eventually I did it. You know, my mom really thought it would be cool. I wasn't, I've never really been too big into sports. So I thought it would be a good idea. So I ended up joining and it, w- it was really fun. Did a lot of cool camping trips, been mm-hmm. all over the state, been so out of the state. you thought you weren't going to enjoy it, but then was it like, bad at first it was bad at first i was like oh this is stupid because you know we're just like doing these meetings and stuff when did you really start to enjoy it that's a, that's a good question uh probably probably around like 2016 2017 kind of okay. around then so like a year probably about a year into it where i started like all right this is fun you have like a real love for this kind of thing yeah i was like you know like good met some good cool people um so so did that and and then obviously like I said you know we finally got to do a lot of cool camping trips I was like yeah this is really cool I'm learning like you know new outdoor skills and also camping and then just hanging out with friends it's just a good a good idea what do you think is like the one thing that really made you enjoy it the most from from going from a bad experience to a good experience like what made it good yeah man uh probably when I went to Minnesota, when I was kind of like, when I realized like this is something really cool because this is a cool part of the country that I would not even be able to go to. That was in 2018. Nice. I gotta fix your mic real quick. It's kind of under that thing, so maybe put it on the other one. Oh yeah, perfect. All right, right here. All right, hopefully that's better. Yeah. I don't think I'm even going to cut that out. Yeah, it's a fine. natural process. It's a natural process to the yeah. to the podcast. Got to keep it real. It, it happens. Minnesota yeah. trip. Minnesota trip. Tell me about that. Yeah, so it was a. Uh, was, was that a, like the first trip you ever went on? No, no, no. I went on a bunch more before that, but but this, that was like that was the like turning point. The best one, like okay. the best camping trip probably. Uh, so that was like a two week camping trip. Went up into in the Minnesota, northern Minnesota, on the Canadian border. We were canoeing, and it was really it was a really cool experience because we would canoe to new places every day and fish and stuff. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It's pretty hard to describe like the feeling you get from being out in nature. It, it is hard to describe because I guess to me at this point it's kind of normal. Yeah, you know it's just like a normal part of life to me. I guess all my life I like never got out into really enjoying nature until like last year. Yeah. Yeah, when we did that camping trip. Yeah, when we went camping the first time, that's when I started loving it. Good. And it's like life changing, really. But really, for me, like I try to spend a lot of time outdoors. I go on a lot of walks. I just out mm-hmm. around, just around even like Highlands Ranch. It doesn't even have to be anywhere like cool. It's just good to be out 
outside. It's just good for you. What's your like favorite part of camping? You'd say. I guess just or just outdoors in general. Just outdoors in general. Uh, I guess just like being alone in somewhere super cool that not a lot of humans have disturbed, and just to see how the world is naturally Facts. before it, humans go in and just mess everything up. And just to, like, connect with that, I think it's the best part of it. Yeah. And then, obviously, you could do fun activities, uh, you know, whether it's, like, fishing or hiking somewhere cool, like a physical challenge. You know, I'm really mm-hmm. into backpacking. I love the, like, the challenging aspect. Like, it's a, it's a lot of fun, but it's super hard. So that makes it fun. And just, you know, yeah, you, you kind of, like, earn it almost. So it's really cool. So, you know, just the different activities also add to it as well. Yeah. I love like looking at the world for what it's like supposed to be. What it should be. Yeah. Yeah. And just like in its natural form. Yeah, there's yeah, I mean a lot of people they're not lucky enough, they can't go out and spend extended times in the outdoors, out in nature, and I think it's really sad because it should be a part of our everyday life lives even yeah. today. I feel like that should be like one of the main goals for people is to go and see the world for how it for is. For what it is, exactly. Instead of living in like a cubicle all yeah time. and that, that's just that. the sad thing about it a lot of people are unable to so i'm very excited it. to go out and you know camping next week that's yeah next tuesday yeah next that's tuesday. what i live for is seeing stuff so i can't let anything i can't let anything get in the way of that yeah yeah hopefully we can make it work hopefully we could go out have some and fun it's supposed to be warm so it's supposed to be warm and uh so so obviously we're in colorado you know it's famous for its mountains and stuff a lot of people don't look at the desert Desert yeah. is it's super cool. It's a really cool. I've never been. Cool place. A lot of people kind of forget, forget that you know, <laughs> it exists. So yeah, the pictures you showed me pretty beautiful. Yeah, it's super cool. Got some historical sites too. Yeah. So I love the. You're a big history sites. guy. Big history guy. How did you How did you get into history in the first place? Why do you like it so? Why much? Why do I like it? Well, I know I hate history. <laughs> as a kid, I I always liked to read. Cause like I said, I wasn't really into sports, so I guess it just started being in the library school just grabbing his just books like history books and it happened to be like a history book that you yeah read? just because i just found it was interesting i just like wanted to like learn more like it's like just learn about like about the past about the past yeah so i just started is there like one specific reading? thing that fascinates you about the past or like learning from the past or just i, I like learning from the past but just interesting anything i, I watch a lot of videos now uh books even still a little bit not as much as i used to I probably should read more but you, you know. do what you can i do it yeah so i mean I, I do need to read more but reading i used to read a lot more and i and i miss that but i mean if it fascinates you pick a book up in the library yeah do whatever or just i mean one of the things that i've been doing recently is like you don't have to necessarily read to learn no 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 yeah you definitely yeah. especially and you nowadays can learn better from just like talking to other people or even YouTube videos. YouTube video that's that's a big one for me. Or Especially like a history channel. While I'm at the gym, I'll put on a history uh like video podcast thing oh, yeah? and listen to that about different cool. stuff. So I enjoy doing that as well. So it all it stemmed from like the books and then how did you decide that you wanted to be a history teacher? All right, well that's a good question too. Uh so I just, I guess I didn't really always know what I wanted to be when I was older. I've always kind of struggled a little bit with school, with some of the other subjects. It just wasn't my thing, but I really liked history. And I was like, I kind of want to, like, help other students who are kind of in my situation who struggle with school, but also 
teach them history, something that I really do enjoy and I think is important for us to learn because I feel like not a lot of people know a lot about history or in its lessons from it. So I would also like to teach mm-hmm. that as well. And then also for the time off. <laughs> yeah, for time the time off, off in nice. the summer. Yeah, time off is summer, I mean, only five days a week, you know. Would you teach history um, in order for, like, to try and get people not to repeat it? Yeah, def- that's definitely See, I've heard why we need we to learn, learn history it. is because um, we don't want to repeat it. But we don't want to repeat. I've often seen, like, history often repeats itself. Oh, it, it definitely it does. Why is it still happening? If we're learning it. If we're learning, uh, if we're learning about why we shouldn't repeat it, is that what you're asking? Well, like, we learn about history, and the reason why, like schools say, is like because you shouldn't to yeah, avoid make the mistakes of the, the past. Mistakes. But why does it still happen? Yeah, that's a good question, Andy. I don't think I know that one, honestly. Uh, probably maybe because people, I don't know, they don't they don't learn enough of it, so they don't know that it could come back later. Yeah. I mean that's a that's a question I've thought about for a long time. It's a, a good question. Maybe it doesn't really repeat itself like exactly. Exactly. It gets slow. It's like slowly. It's a gets slow a repeating. Better. Yeah. Like the wars now are not as bad as they were. And I think that's because of people learned about the past. Yeah. Especially when you look at World War Two, like we haven't had a war come even close to that since because we don't want it to happen again. Yeah. We learn from it. And we it learn from spread. it, so I guess. Yeah. I always had a tough time learning history. Yeah. Maybe you could incorporate it, like, teach your history to make it, like... Make it interesting, make more people interested in in it, because it really is an interesting topic, but, yeah, I get how, like, you can't really get into it, because I feel like it's not really taught super well at schools. Oh, yeah. They don't make it interesting at all. The way my teachers taught it was, like, here, go read this, go read this book. Yeah, like, or they'll just, like, do a little lecture or whatever, super uninteresting, super you know just bland and then they'll just like here's a worksheet and then that's it so i think a lot of students i uh i think a lot of students don't get into it because because of that because it's just so boring yeah you know school there's no stimulation from it and most kids are just boring and just they don't want to be there so yeah i think i think you can say that about say that about anything in life too if you want somebody to uh listen to you be fascinated you got to frame it in such a way that gets that pulls them in yeah with everything you have to make people interested in what you have what you what you're trying to sell everybody yeah, selling really something just push it you know you have to make it interesting otherwise people aren't gonna people aren't gonna do it people aren't gonna listen to you they're not gonna buy your yeah. products or whatever you gotta come up with the uh i don't know the way to pull them in it's a certain strategy. I'm not quite sure what it is. To pull people in? Yeah. Make them interested? Yeah. Everybody's trying to sell something. Do you have any strategies in up there? To make to make people interested? Yeah. Well, uh, to me, if you're trying to make people interested, you have to think what makes you interested, what makes you want to do something. You know, what makes you interested in history? How can you make, make that interesting for other people? How did mm. you get into, into it? And I feel like if you use strategies like that, it could... It, It'll work. People will listen to what you have to say or what you have to sell. That's solid. So you want to... I know we talked about on the one of the unreleased podcasts. The unreleased? Yeah, the unreleased You ever going to release books. those, Andy? I'm not going to release those. <laughs> unreleased. That was really just hanging out. but. No, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like a set like but interview. You talked. We talked about how you want to move to Alaska in your homestead. Yes, sir. We talked about it before, but it has to be shared with the world as well. Yeah, it has to share with the world. Yeah. All right, so, so what do you want to know? You what wanna, does the world want to uh, know? 
you want to own a homestead. Yes. How did, how did you like decide upon that in the first okay, place so, as well? You know, like we talked, I love the outdoors, love history, and I kind of want to put it together. You know, back late 1800s, early 1900s, most people lived in rural areas, and they had a homestead, and they provided for themselves. Uh, they produced their own food. They produced their own shelter, everything they needed, and lived in small communities. And I think that's the ideal lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I think that's what what we should honestly go back to. I think that's what we've what we've left out. A, a Would you small say that's what made like that? If everybody was put in that situation, they would be like the happiest. Yeah, I think of the themselves. world would be a lot better. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you ever thought about like I don't know putting a system into place or some type of thing to try and get more people to do homesteads? Um, no, I I actually have not. Honestly, maybe that's um, something in the future. Maybe that's something that I could teach or or promote in the future. Yeah, I'm sure um, there's something. Except you, you know, do. like YouTube's a great option. You know, yeah. if you want, I'd to love to see like it. a homestead YouTube channel. Yeah, I mean, I, something like that I think would be pretty cool uh, to get into. But I think that's kind of like the ideal lifestyle, at least for me. Um, it's it's a lot of work, but I think that... You're going to love it. I think I'm going to like it, yeah. I, I really think I'm going to like it. I just love being in the outdoors. I, I've always loved small towns. So I'd like to be near a small town. Um, a lot of small towns, Chrissy, up in Alaska, there's not a lot of people up there. Um, they need good teachers. They need people to go in there and work so alaska's your ideal spot that, that, yeah that would be ideal i have a few other places i'd like to live if if it doesn't work if i don't like it or i'm unable to get a job unable to move there for whatever reason i have other options but yeah that's as of right now yeah that's where i want to live some of your other options are montana montana wyoming i'd stay here in colorado i'd i'd honestly go to arizona or new mexico oh yeah yeah there's a lot of cool places out there Man, I would love to do something like that. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I just want to, like, travel. Yeah. Uh, the, the thing with the homestead, though, is it's a lot of work. You might not be able to travel as much because, especially if you have, you know, wild animals and stuff, mm-hmm. you're always going to be working on something. Don't you want to travel a lot? Don't I want to? Yeah. Yeah, I would like to. Is the whole the, is the homestead going to be, like, holding you down? Uh, I, It will a little bit. Just because of all the work that replies to going into making it successful. But, uh, um, yeah, I would love to travel. I'd love to see the world. I'd love to see some cool spots in the United States. So I'd, I'd like to kind of find that balance. Okay. So you, I remember you told me last time on the uh, podcast your, like, your path to get to that homestead. And uh, I think that's something good that you could share on the podcast. Like the uh, starting here and then how to get to your end goal. Like starting now? Yeah, like the path. Like what do I want to do? Oh, like how what? are you going to get to that that place? All right, so uh, I'm going to need money, obviously, obviously to do that. Um, that's why I want to be a teacher to to help pay for it. So after college, it'll it'll be after college. Um, I'll have my de- my degree. I'll have my teacher's license. I'll have all my certifications ready. Uh, hopefully by 2027. Um, so you're going down to. Um Colorado Mason. I'm going down to Colorado Mason Grand Junction, yeah. And what are you going to be uh, majoring in? Uh, I'm going to get my degree in history. Okay. And secondary education is what it's called. History and secondary education is what the degree is, is called. Um, and then and then it'll take five years because I'll do the four-year degree, and then it's one year to get your teacher's license and other certifications. 
Uh, there's a few other smaller ones that you need. Right. Um, so the big one is teacher's license. After. 2027 is, is what I want to have all my certifications ready to get a job. And then the biggest thing that I'll need to do first is, is find a job. Um, I might not be able to have a homestead for a while. I might have to live in a small apartment or something. But pretty much my plan is is to get a job, You know, make sure it's a right area for me that I like, that I want to live for a, a, a long time. It needs to be in a rural area where I could get where I could get good land for a decently cheap price. If I want to do Alaska, they've fairly cheap land. Um, mm-hmm. That's surprising. It it is surprising, but I'm <coughs> oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> there's so much of it though, so yeah. it is a little surprising. But there's just so much of it that it's just like untouched and like that's available. That's ready. So you to got sell. that straight path. I mean, it's pretty hopefully, straight. yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Um, I could see it happening. Hopefully, nothing comes up. So then I'll have to buy the land and then start small with possibly just a small trailer on there, and eventually just saving up to build a house. Uh, I'd like to build a barn with an- so uh, animals. So you'll start out in like a uh, yeah, RV. Little, yeah, little trailer, little okay. camper. I'd probably Would modify. Would you grow your own food at that at that point? Probably like small, like just some small things, not. Like a hundred percent. Where would you get most of your food from? Uh, just a grocery store, honestly, to okay. start out with. Uh, I'd love to get into hunting too. Oh yeah. Yeah, there, there are a lot of big animals up there. Have you hunted before? I have not. I've no. never been. I've never been. I really want to go, but no, I've never. never you know Adam Poniatowski? Yeah. He's big into hunting. He's big into hunting. Yeah, I had him on. Yeah. That's fun to talk about. Yeah. I've never been, but he said it's like the most exciting thing. Yeah, I, I know a lot of people that like when you, it. So when you got the gun aimed at that, it's one of the most exciting things. So you got you got to be, uh, um, you know, just grow small amounts of food, just you know, getting stuff from the grocery store, um, and then eventually going into. I'd love to have chickens. I'd love to have, um, possibly even cows, so I could get milk and mm-hmm. just live live that way. That sounds uh, beautiful. Yeah, it does sound. fantastic. You said your ideal um, plot of land was like with the river going through it. Yeah, I'd like to have a water source on and it. And A river, a creek. The mountains as well. Yeah, yeah. Good views. Nice. Um, skiing, other climbing, other activities. Are you going to spend most of your time, like once you really make it, uh, just like taking care of your animals and stuff? Yeah, prob- probably. Just simple life, traveling for sure. Yeah. Um, when do you think you're going to be, like, able to live on your homestead full-time? Like, how much money would you need saved up for How much money would teaching? I need saved up, like, to, re- to retire or to have everything to live on your homestead, like, full-time and do whatever you want, really, and travel? I, I'm hoping by age 50 I could retire. So that's the whole plan. That's, yeah, as of now. If I have to go a few more years... I'm hoping as of 50. Would you live on the homestead and teacher? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'd need one close to a, a small town that has a school. So I'd probably have to drive a very far amount. to go to work, but yeah, that's okay with me. What's the time frame looking on to um, live in the homestead and teach after college? Like how many years? Oh, like after? Yeah, like that's, that's out a, of the apartment. Out of the apartment or, or if I get, could get land cheaper. I'd buy land before an apartment if I could get land cheaper. Oh yeah. Um. Then then rent of an apartment, but um. Probably two three years, honestly. Really. Just direct saving yet. 
teachers Dang. get high, higher salaries up in Alaska and rural areas, so I will have more money to, to buy. Do you want to move uh, right out to Alaska after? Probably. After college? Yeah, probably. Damn. Yeah, I wouldn't mind staying here, but yeah, I'd prob- probably go up there. That'll be real fun. Yeah, I think so. That's a blast. But yeah, it should, it should be it should be cool. Yeah. What's next up? Sometimes, like, the problem is, like, I have trouble coming up with questions. Oh, yeah. But with hanging out, it's like... It's well, no we just problem. have a conversation, pretty much. We'll talk about whatever. What? When, like, when we don't record it? Yeah. We can talk about whatever, but... We can talk about whatever. On the podcast, you try and talk about, like, a specific thing. Yeah. That's I can see how that could be hard, because you have to keep that... Yeah. That topic, everybody's kind of got their own, everybody's got their own, like, specialty, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. One of the things that um, the podcast I was listening to, Entre Leadership, he was like, he picks a topic to discuss, and then they, like, go in, in, in depth with in in depth. depth with Is it. Is that what you'd like to move to? Possibly. You, yeah. Think of, like, a subject or, like, a way of doing things. And then, like, I ask you about how you do that in your life. Yeah. And that's, like, the whole... And that's what the podcast is? Yeah. Like, But I also so just like, like, just talking. Yeah, you know? I like just talking, Just too. going and talking. I, I don't mind that. Like a Joe Rogan style. Yeah. Like, you could do, like, you could kind of do both. See what the see what the viewers want, honestly. Yeah. See what, see what they like. They just like the conversation. Or, like, I know Joe Rogan, like, he'll have, like, if that's what you want to go for, like people have like a special interest or profession and then they talk about that yeah then it's tough because sometimes you gotta you don't want to like say people's names and stuff but if we're just hanging out we can yeah we can say whatever we want we can talk yeah so that's the tough part that's the tough part we can try and just like you know chill you want to stop the recording you want to or no no, I mean how much are we looking at how much time are we looking at 22 minutes any bad? How long on the podcast normally? Like forty-five minutes, but we've had one shorter. Yeah, I say we leave this all in. What do you mean? They keep it recording? Yeah, let's do it. Might let's as well. Do it. Yeah, we're out here in nature. It's super nice out. Huh? Yeah. Let's see what else I got for you. Oh, we got our camping trip coming up. Oh yeah, that's about to be fun. I'm excited for that. <laughs> if we if we can make our last minute. <laughs> oh, I had something I actually wanted to talk to you yeah, about. Yes, sir. Uh, at shoes like. A few weeks ago, a few, maybe a month ago or so, you were telling me how you're trying to, like, get healthier a lot. How's that been going for you? Oh, okay. So, like, like I've been wanting to improve my diet and stuff. Don't talk about yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, I eat pretty unhealthy. <laughs> <laughs> you used to. I, Yeah, I used to. Uh, used to eat out, you know, a lot of fast food, a lot of energy drinks. Um, ever since I quit cross-country, I haven't been you know, running and doing as much cardio. So over the past, like, few months, I've just been trying to, like, improve, like, and just, Overall I guess, fitness. just improve that, like, just improve my fitness. I've been into the gym for quite a long time now, but I really want to take my, you know, I've been doing, I've, I've been very consistent with, like, hitting weights and, uh-huh. you know, eating protein, eating enough calories, but no, they're not, like, the best calories. Are you still doing that um, morning cardio? Uh, No. Why not? Yes and no. Yes and no. I've done it a few times, but I kind of stopped. You got to get back in there. I know, but I do every Friday. I do four thirty. 
a.m. workout. All right. So, so that's going tomorrow. tomorrow. Going tomorrow, do my 4.30 a.m. Nice. Is that with uh, your dad? That's uh, by myself. I go up to choose. Dang. I'll work out nice. for a few hours, like, you know. Come what back made you decide that you wanted to, like, get healthier? I guess, I don't know, I just was like, you know, all the shit we eat, like, soda, you know, fast food, it's just so bad for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I want to just, so I stopped eating out, eating out as, as much, you know, it costs money, I mean, $10 there, $10 here, you know, 100 bucks a month up. on food, yeah. you know, like, that's... I could save that for my future. The I could buy is, the diet useful is like things. All it is. What was that? The diet is. The diet's everything. The key. Yeah, it's about eight. Like, it, uh, like they say, like eighty percent diet, twenty percent training. Yeah, that's honestly. what I said. Yeah, <laughs> is that what you said? I saw TikToks about it. But really? Yeah. Yeah. I thought that one day. Maybe I got it from the TikTok. Maybe you got it from TikTok. Maybe. Possibly. Oh, you're a very smart guy, Andy. Yeah. I just thought about it, but. Uh, I saw this thing where it was like, um, if you have a certain body type, ectomorph. I don't know what it was, but, like, if you have an ectomorph type body, all you have to do is eat, and it's very hard to gain, like, fat mass, mm. and if you just eat a lot, then you'll naturally just put on more put muscle. Put on more, more muscle. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. you know I mean? If you're trying to put on muscle, obviously, you got to eat, so that's what I was doing. I was eating more, started uh-huh. eating a lot more, uh, you know, more, yeah, um, and then eventually, I was like, all right, you know, like, I have a good amount of muscle for right now. Like, I'm just going to just try to, I guess, just cut, I guess. Uh, but I want to, like, eat healthier, just eat better, more, you know, nutritious food, less crap, less soda, not a lot, less sugar, I should say. Do you, like, put yourself into a routine of eating healthy? Was that, like, one of your keys or? No, I don't really have a routine. I just kind of, like, stopped doing it, I guess. Yeah. I still occasionally When you have that choice... Up. It's so hard. What makes you go toward that, towards the healthy? I know that's like a struggle for a lot of people. That like, why do I choose to eat unhealthy? Like, no, it's how do you like keep yourself from eating unhealthy? Because a lot oh, of people have that struggle. Yeah, I, I definitely have that struggle. Um, I guess Anything what you noticed that like was uh, very helpful for you and yeah, eating um, healthier. Honestly, like one of the, one of the sets I've been doing a lot lately. Um, is sometimes, you know, for lunch, you know, at school, um, what I've been doing is just going out to lunch. So pretty much, and I, I would get lazy, you know, not make my lunch. I was like, oh, I could just go out, buy, you know, some food, get food um, from anywhere. And so what I started to do is I would either leave my wallet at home so I, mm. wouldn't, I wouldn't go eat out because if I had my wallet, I'd go eat out. Or I would just go home and make food at home because I have a, l- a little bit longer lunch so I could make, I have more time to make make better food. So that's what I that's pretty much what I've been doing. So if you have a temptation, force yourself like ahead of time. Yeah. By leaving your wallet at home to not do it. Or like that's if I have a temptation right like, "Oh, I'm hungry. I want to go get food." Let's do a scoop of protein powder and just drink that. Mhm. Or drink a lot of water. Or just drink a lot of water. I've been drinking more water. Yeah. Um, water is just good. I've I've always drank a lot of water. Mm-hmm. I've never really had that issue where I wasn't getting enough water. I always, I always drink a lot of water. I like that wallet thing. Leave it yeah, just leave that at home, and then now I can't a, go eat ahead out. Ahead of time, you're like, all right, I want to fix this. Yeah. So I'm going to leave my wallet at home now, so mm-hmm. then later when I have that um, temptation, I can't. I can't. Like, you literally can't do it unless yeah. you want to. So find a way to, when if you have, like, something you want to fix, fix it now somehow, so then yeah. later you So then later you, you don't do have it. to worry about it, like, 
like, like, you know, yeah, sure, I'd go, I would want to go buy food, eat, you know, fast food, whatever, but I can't because I don't have my wallet. Uh So, and I think that that's definitely helped. But then also just realizing the money side of things, like, you know, I got to save more money from doing that. So I've been saving more money. Homestead every time you're going out to, going out to eat, you need money for that homestead. For college, I got to pay for college. So that's, you know, less money, you know, like, I'd rather invest it in the, like something quality, whether that's outdoor gear, um, yeah, or you know anything. I just you know bought. So some you're protein. always thinking about the future and the things you really value. Yeah, I, I need to put instead of just like something. you know I could eat this food will make me happy for <laughs> thirty minutes. Yeah, not even thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, not even thirty minutes. Few seconds. Know, few seconds, and then it's just like I just spent ten dollars and you know it slowly yeah. adds up it slowly adds up but then up. if you go and save that money you could put it into like something for camping that you really get value yeah out of. you know i mean the knives obviously as you know i could buy a new knife with that you know i could buy yeah. something that i use every, every day or something that i will use i definitely got to start like valuing my money more to put it towards something that actually matters yeah i feel like another thing that i had was like you know you save a lot of money you look at your bank account you're like why do i have this, you know, like it's just sitting in my bank account, you know. So and not doing anything, pretty you much. You have like whatever. a good amount of savings in your bank. You account. want to have a good amount of savings, but then just buying something practical that you'll that you know you'll use is is a good feeling. You you know you got your yeah. money's worth out of it. it You're really gonna use adds it. Value to your it, life. it adds value to your life because it's not just you know a number in your bank account, not just two thousand dollars sitting in your bank account. Yeah. It's so. Would you say to have like, I don't know. uh Five hundred in your bank account. Oh, more than that. Emergency. More than that. A thousand. Yeah, minimum. I have more than that. So that's. So you recommend having an emergency fund? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And then. Yeah, if if you don't have at least a thousand dollars saved up from money that you've made, you should you should really say you should really save that. You should really, you know, that could be for emergencies. For with this extra money that you see, you don't want it to be like too much in your bank account because it's like a waste of money. No, no, not necessarily, but. Um, you, know, you can never have too much money, but uh, but like it's not it's not going to anything good. It's not going anything to good. You know, put it to good use. There's there's no problem with that. It's pretty much what I'm trying to say. If there's something that you want to buy that's gonna add quality to your life, that's gonna better your life. You know, you know something that you know like you know it could be a trip, like a camping trip or something that you love. You know, go out and get experiences because at the end of the day, money is just it's just money. It's just, just paper. a number. It's just a number. Go out and do experiences. Go out and buy things you need that you'll that you'll use because you'll value that more yeah, longer you're value longer term. A camping trip way you'll value the camping trip. You know, yeah, it might cost you. It might be two hundred bucks. My la- my last camping trip was pretty expensive. You know, gas obviously gas is more expensive. You know, food. So you know, That's you gotta you know gear if you need last minute gear or anything. Um, firewood. We're going to the desert. We're gonna bring firewood. Um, so something something like that. Uh, you know, like it's. That-